listening you are not tuned in you are not experiencing that's too much right wake the flock up with concept 714 and with me is fluent mm. rhythm getting high down there what's up, up. Rhythm. but he's not the only one jay rose is out there too jay rose arsenay arsenay paid you know paid. what i'm saying uh we got uh rocky still here rocky's in the house just rocky. chilling kicking it and shit just basking in the afterglow of what he just did you know what i mean has, has it has it set up has a setting it did, I don't know if he realizes that he was just on Wake the Flock Up. Did you tweet did, Sway and be like, hey, bro, it was cool, but. But, <laughs> but Concept has the answers. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what's up. <laughs> Here at beautiful Distorted Truth in Northern California, 1020 North Batavia Street. Is come through. Come through. And <laughs> they are a clothing line, as you guys already know. Yep. And home to a Sulu King. So, you know, it's oh, hip-hop-oriented spot. Otherwise, Zulu. we wouldn't fuck with it to begin with. So, come out. Check them out. Check them out on Instagram and Twitter, all that good stuff. WakeTheFlockUp.net is where you're going to go, and you're going to listen to episodes like this one. Yes. With my guest, who I will not reveal yet. Who am I? <laughs> who are you? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's a mystery. It is. So, you'll figure it out. I, I mean, you'll figure it out. Johnny B's over here. Maybe. <laughs> he knows. He's going to spill the beans. You you listen to episodes like this one. You listen to episodes like uh, DJ Revolution. Come on. Rock or Science. Ooh. Uh, 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 give, me another, give me another one. You know, Johnny, hey, come on. You know I oh, did man. a mixtape with DJ Revolution. Oh, right? really? Let's talk about it later. So who am I? Who am I talking to, people? <laughs> Figure out. Drop some more clues. What? Uh, I was in a big crew that set the world on fire. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm real tight with the homie Pigeon John. That's ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you find out people, episodes like, also you hit a, uh, you'll hear uh, Sunspot Jones coming up, AC Alone's coming up. We got Medusa. Come on. Uh, 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 Planet Asia. Oh, you just stunting on him now. Oh, boom, baby. We got uh, <laughs> Propaganda. Bow. That's my what you got? Boy. What's mm-hmm. up? We got Prop. Oh, my homie. Acrobatic. Which to me, I was really proud of having Acrobatic. We got uh, R.A. the Rugged Man. Come on. Master Ace. Like, bro, you ain't trying to see me, son. You know what I mean? hip hop legends come on bro you know we've been really blessed with the artists that are willing to, to take a, you know, a little bit of the time out of the day and sit with a hip hop kid like me who's just like a big fan like oh my god Ari the Rugged Man I love you I love, love, love. Mm. you know what I mean it's true man Ari we love you it, 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 um, uh, I've been very very proud we work very hard you know, when we're trying to develop this, this for our scene and for our culture and everything so which uh, brings I'm me glad. to my guest. I'm just going to just, just make, tell him. It's break cool. It. I'm not like, you know. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's Drake. What's up, y'all? Drum roll. Give me a drum roll. <laughs> we got Toonchi in the studio. <laughs> we got Lou Vega from <laughs> Mambo Number <laughs> 5. No. What? Dude, how dope would that be? Miranda in my mind. I bring out Lou Vega. Would you trip out or what? I'll be into that. I'm like, dope, man. I mean, what you So what? Ha- you'd be like, what happened? 
That's what they ask about me too. So you oh know. no no, we got cookbook mm. in the house. I'm in the house, y'all. How you it's doing? It's time to wake the flock up. That's right, baby. It's your boy cookbook, the West Coast Puerto Rican. West Coast Puerto Rican. Not many people can claim that they're true L.A. Ricans. Oh, and I, that's I can. the first time I've ever heard that that phrase. Actually, it's because I invented it. You you invented. I copyrighted it. Okay, how's it, how's that worked out for you so far? It's not really working too much. <laughs> it ain't doing much for me. There's uh, too few of us. Okay, uh, so the, the three the three Puerto Ricans here in California, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All three of us, man. We all got our T-shirts, man. We yeah. got some sunglasses that say L.A. Rican on the side. It's L.A. Rican, dude. I've never heard of that before. That's what's up. Well, and you know you heard New York Ricans, so I had to flip it for where oh, I'm from. Oh, yeah, but, but you don't even say New York Now you say Puerto Ricans. Are well, I'd be New saying New I'm Puerto Rican. I'd be like, shut up, fool. you Mexican. You're from yeah. L.A. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, well, how dare you? No, you know, there is a little misconception that there is a little bad blood between Mexicans and Puerto Ricans. Not in my world, bro. Not in your it's world. all love. Well, because you live in LA. I know. You'll see? get shot five minutes after you said that. That's what you don't Ah, uh, no nah, way, bro. I got so much love for the Mexicans. Yeah. Oh, I'm surrounded by Mexicans. My kids are half Mexican. I better chill. Yeah, you better, you better, <laughs> wifey, wifey, you know. Yeah, you should be like, <laughs> Okay, so uh, how, where are we coming from right now? I'm coming from uh, West LA, Culver City area, mm-hmm. LAX. You yeah. know, I try, I, I uh, fought through the millions of cars and traffic, and I made it. How was tra- so? It was bad traffic. It wasn't too bad. I got, I'm just, I'm lying. Yeah, I'm making it sound bigger than it was. Okay. But yeah, no, I, that's why I was glad that it was 9 p.m. Yeah. instead of 7. Because if it yeah. was 7, I'd be here all like, oh, the traffic. Killed yeah, me. no, no doubt. Well, yeah, we we like to. Uh, I, I, so what I did is I considered like, okay, who's coming the furthest, and then yep. I, I like to give them the later spot because I know traffic. And You're they, so considerate, Constance. Well, you know, you have Jeez. to be, you know, man, make my guests so about making my guests feel good. That's it, bro. Uh, so Cookbook is here, and um, and the way it happened was uh, Ariano okay. hooked us up. True indeed. Right. Shout out Ariano, man. He's got a hot, hot new uh, project out with Jade Rivers called Ink In My Eyes. Yeah. If you haven't seen, he's got three hot videos out. His single out right now is Fame. Yeah. That song is it's like dope. my favorite song right yeah. now. It's so dope. The video is crazy. How do you know Ariano? Ah, man. You know, I would say like probably like uh, the early, I mean, I think we were bumping into each other. You know how it is. There's so many hip hop shows. Like, oh, that dude. Oh, yeah, there's that dude again. But I think around like 09 or 2010 is when I really remember like starting to connect with him, doing shows in Long Beach, whatever. Like, oh, what's up? And then we start talking and just, oh, you know, over time, like I I, I would throw a show. I book, hey, book him, have him come out, do a show with me. We did some. Matter of fact, he's on that record I gave you. Yeah. Uh, I put that out in 2012. Uh, the record is called Cookbook, The Small of Success. Yeah, that album came out in 2012. Is it a scratch and sniff? Because I've been scratching at it for like an hour and a half. You have to open it and scratch oh, the t- actual CD. T- and I swear to God, you will smell what success smells like. Smells Test like, me. Try it. It smells like paper. Try it. Find out what success really. So smells all the like. oh, it, it, this looks like a solid. Looks like a solid album. Uh, I'm a huge Chino XL fan. Me too. Shout out to Chino XL, man. Look at, I did this album, man, 2012. Mm-hmm. Just me, my own little situation, label out the pocket, whatever. Yeah. And truly, on some Puerto Rico love, my man Chino XL fell through, man. You know, he, he didn't have to mess with me at all. The second Puerto Rican in, in, in I know. He didn't have to mess with me at all. Yeah. But on, on some Puerto Rico stuff, yeah, yeah. he just came through, man, and give me a killer verse. Killer. Well, it, well, it's not. Also, don't, don't, don't cut yourself short. It's not all, only. He, you know what I mean? You have the, the, the support of, of a good, long career that you've, you've been true, developing. True, around, you true, know true. But I, I am a huge Chino XL fan. So, Chino, I'm going to hold you to what you said. Uh oh. He, he, I met him many a times and like, yeah, concept. I'll be there. Oh, you know, so Chino, 
come on the show, please, baby. I would be honored to sit in front of you. We got Chino. We got Uno Mas. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez. We got Stylistic Jones. Uh, who El, else? We got? Mike Prez. Eagle. Oh, that's dope. Open Mike that, Eagle. That's what's up. Open Mike Eagle. LD, Ariana. Oh, that's, that's Eli. Good. Yeah. Guilty Eli. Simpson. Man. Come on. And that's the album I put out in 2012. Right I put out two projects since then. Okay. And, and I, I don't get those, though. I'm going to give you those two later, cold man. Blood. We just got started, man. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy, Get to man. know each other before you rob me from my Take it my, easy, my, my bro. <laughs> it's like the first date, man. I just give you a little bit. <laughs> okay. I can't give it all up on the first date, man. Come on. Okay. Cookbook, the smell of success. So where could we find cookbooks? Kind of like um, you, okay. You said uh, you've now your own label, is that right? Yeah, I do. So uh, back when I released my first ever record, which is uh, um, I love the '80s. That was my first record in 2009. Um, I said, man, I, I don't want to just release it with no like label or nothing because I was just doing it me out of pocket. So I just made up a name and I, I said just us, just us label, which is now just us movement. And I just put it on there like, oh, that's my label from now on. Like yeah. no paperwork, no nothing. I just did it. Yeah. And then as I progressed, I put a, a mixtape out with DJ Revolution. Uh, same thing, just us, you know, whatever. It was like nothing. And then when I was putting this out, I was uh, talking with a, um, a girl who was going to do um, radio promo for me. Mm -hmm. And she goes, do you have distribution for this? And I said, no, I'm just doing it. It's just, I mean it's not even necessarily a real situation. Yeah. And she goes, nah, you need distribution. Let me hook you up. Um, so she hooked me up with a company <laughs> called foundation media. Come to find out those dudes were LA symphony fans. So he's like, send me the record. Ooh. I'd love to hear it. And then ever since then I had distribution. And then, um, I have a family member who does music. He's in Florida. And he came to me about probably like a little, like a year and a half ago. And he was like, yo, I really want to get serious about this rapping shit. And so I was like, all right, well, if you're going to get serious about your music, then I'll get serious about making this a real label mm -hmm. and then ever since then we've been working hard so we put his project out matter of fact today is the one year anniversary of his first release mm -hmm. uh as billy clinton and it's uh, a mixtape called sunshine state of mind it's some you know florida stuff and then uh we got menace and johnson on the label myself of course and um ariano just put his project out with jade river it just came out last week that's the one i was telling you about yeah, yeah. ink in my eyes so yeah man it just turned into this situation and uh it's fun you know i mean it wasn't I didn't set out to have a label per yeah. se. I'm really doing it for my family. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, it just starting to turn into something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm just kind of going for the ride and figuring So you're just out. trying to see where it takes you. In, in a way, yeah. I mean, we're, now it's more like I got to think, plan, plot, you know, budget, whatever. I got to think about more things. Yeah. But yeah, in a way I am. I'm not like trying to be the next Def Jam or the next whatever, you know, mm -hmm. the next Rhyme Sayers. I'm just, you know, kind of a little bit going with the flow, right. to be honest. And so, so LA Symphony is a crew that we were in, that we're still currently in. What's what's so the appeal to that? LA Symphony, <clears throat> LA Symphony. You know, we we had toured, and, and yeah. I mean, we were like all over the world, constantly yeah. touring. So it got to a point in around 2007. That we weren't breaking up, but we we're just like, kind of looking at each other. I was like, yo, let's just chill for a while. You know what I mean? So we, we didn't make any more records and we just stopped touring. And like, if people would book us, we go to do the shows. We're yeah. still together, quote yeah. unquote. But um, we just we're, we just wanted to release the pressure a little bit because our lives were filled with so much pressure, like trying to break the group and do these tours and, and make money. And just it was just so much pressure that we just said, let's let the pressure off and like, if shows come, we do them. But other than that, we're not going to, you know, operate as like a regular group. And uh, we always said like, okay, you know, uh, when we all feel it, when we feel like the time is right, we'll do another record. So um, probably like a year ago now, we started kicking around the idea that um, 
we wanted to do another record. And just so happens, I kind of looked at the, the calendar, whatever, and I was like, dude, this is our 15th anniversary. I mean, we started, we were kids, bro. I was barely out of school. And we started this crew, you know, and just caught fire, you know. And in 1999, we dropped uh, Composition Number One. So 15 years in, in 2014. So we're like, okay, since we're feeling it and it's the 15 year anniversary, let's do a record. So we did. And uh, we put it out in December. It's called uh, You Still on Earth. And we did a little touring and shows, but just because of the nature of like our lives now, since yeah. we're so separate. And so, you know, we couldn't do as much as probably we would have liked to. But man, I got to tell you, it is a freaking phenomenal record. It's so tight. It's like, it's almost like we didn't miss a beat. We just got better. Yeah. And, and just the whole crew, we just, you can hear it gelling. You can hear how much fun we had making the record, just wilding out. We literally, we were working on it and it was getting to the point where we needed to really buckle down. We shut our lives down for four days, just went to Ontario. Uh, the homie MC Prototype has a studio out there. Yeah. And he said, just come, come and work as much as you want. We got hotel rooms, just left our families, left everybody and just locked ourselves up for yeah. four days yeah. and just made the record. So everyone understood the importance of this album. Yeah, I, we understood it because it was like, what's the point of doing it if we're not going to meet the 15 year, you know, deadline and all of that and, and be able to kind of have that as a little celebration. So for the fans that, you know, we still had and that stuck around and that really enjoyed us even, you know, since way back when. You know, we wanted to do it for them as well as for us. I mean, um, and I think they enjoyed it. It seemed like they enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I got a check, so they must have enjoyed it. <laughs> no, but for real, I think we really, honestly, we did the record for us, though. Right. It was really all, I mean, we didn't really think too much about what they would like. That, or what that they always shows like. up to be the best, give you the best result, is when you do stuff for you, yeah. it always turns out to have more energy, more focus. It's a better product than, oh, I'm going to do it for them. Because right. you're not, your intentions aren't pure there. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, I want to go back a little bit because do it. I sat down with Sunspot Jones not too long ago. Yep. And without getting into any specifics about anything, right? He you was said dissing that, me, huh? He was no, dissing he me. Said, no, no. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, what, 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 what I'm worried about is this. Okay, so when I when I, we have... Um, a guest coming on the show of known character, like uh, we did it for Raskaz and yep. Master Ace. Yep. We we go to the audience, we go to the to the fans of the show, and we go, "Hey, tweet us your questions. Oh, dope. Let us know what you want us to ask them." Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a fan first of all. Yeah. And then so I'm not gonna get to ask Rocka about this or that. So I want right. my fans to be able to do the same. True indeed. And the one question that came out a lot is, "What happened with the crew? Why are you split up?" Right. About. Living legends, about living legends, yeah, yeah. right? I'm sure everybody. So wants it's to know. an established fact that they are split up there, right? So when I asked him about it, he goes, "What I'm going to tell you about that is this: you're not going to get shit out of me." <laughs> and I understood it, but but at the same time, I was like, "Oh, so it's this shit is serious? Like whatever it is, it's real that they're broken up. It's not like a misconception or or they just been, you know. How do you keep a crew of 15 years?" Is it, is it because you took that break, you think, that uh, you're not able to come back and, and and still get in the studio and make that magic like it was before? Yeah, I think that's part of it. So you, if you know our history, so we've always stayed cool as friends or whatever, but early on, like within the first few years, three, three of our members uh, left the crew. We'll just say that. We need to tell the stories. They left. So for most of LA Symphony's existence, there was only five of us. But yeah. people don't realize that because they left right before we were releasing a record. And that record had everybody on it. So it felt like 
everybody was still there. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when we'd be like doing LA shows or whatever, you know, they would, some of them or all of them would come rock with us because it was always love. It was like, you know, like John at the time was really blown up as a solo artist. And we're like, dude, we're kind of just going to release you, bro. Like you got to go, you we want you to. We go don't do want that. to be yeah. the reason that you yeah, don't. You're, yeah, you're 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 so busy, and we're like, dude, we got this, we got a photo shoot, we got video. Like, just go, dude. It's yeah. cool. Like, yeah. and it was all love. So, like, when he's around, he jumps on stage. We have fun, and the fans loved it. But people don't realize, like, so three people left. So it actually became a lot easier to manage with just five. Five's still a lot of people, though. It's a, I mean, that's a lot. And then you're taking a DJ on the road, so you still have six. A crew of eight people Dude. is a, it's another question that I have because I've, I've been in crews. Yeah. And I think a maximum of, like, three with maybe, like, a DJ. Yeah. We couldn't coordinate uh, schedules. You couldn't sync up. Oh, oh I have th this beat tells me this, but I want to wrap something completely different to it. Yeah. Or it's just not there. How do you manage we, a crew of six people? A couple things. One, we established rules early on about how we write the music, and we have stuck to it always, always, always. One, number one, the producer um, is in charge of, they're allowed to come with the concept. Or they can choose somebody and say, hey, write a hook and a concept to this. But it's up to the producer to produce their song. And we always all all like uh, bow to that. Like, okay, whatever. Like, So the producer has almost the last say on yeah, what happens on the yeah. track. Yeah, and sometimes it's harsh, man, because you write a dope verse and you're really feeling yourself. And he's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm feeling that guy's verse better or whatever. And you get cut. And it's t LA Symphony's tough. It was like rap school. Mm -hmm. Like all those years, man, I mean... Cause fools like we have a song on uh on our EP Baloney that's called Haters that and we're saying we're haters yeah and it's so true like being in the crew is like dude it's they, they will be hard they will you will get dissed like I got to the point where if I like okay you're gonna write eight lines for this song right I would write three verses mm -hmm. and just say rap all three of them to them and just say just tell me which one you guys like the best because you get dissed man if you don't write a hot verse like L A Symphony dudes will let you know that's what's up. and it but it was healthy that's how I feel like I got better you know what yeah. I mean and I was always around dudes that were doper than me like my man Serene Poems yeah he um I I, I would tell people like. I always, every verse I wrote, I was trying to beat him. Mm. I Most of the time I didn't because he was just that dope. Yeah. But that was always my mindset. Like, this time I'm going to win on this song. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be, people are going to say I'm the dopest. But it would cause me to write better verses all the time. Right. And like, sometimes I'd hear his verse while I was still writing and I'd be like, dang, erase, erase. You know what I mean? Like, still got to come with something hotter because this dude's killing it right now. And, you know, it, but it was like rap school, man. So, yeah. but we always had like the established rules like that. And then also early on, we, uh, we uh we like almost immediately got a sort of a big record deal money thrown at us and and we were getting so we got a, a huge taste of of what it would be like getting flown to new york getting you know flown all these places and tours and all this so crazy it was stuff. like you were re you you saw what it would be the, the reward would be if you did stick together yeah exactly and and the the president of that record company said i love all your solo stuff at the time we were more like a crew than a group so i love all your solo stuff and like but what I'm asking you to do is right now, set all that aside and, and be a group LA Symphony. And yeah. once we break that, we'll put all the solo people out and everything. And that record deal fell through. And we're, ta we're talking the 90s. So this is when- No, we're talking when, 2000, oh, 2001. Okay, yeah. so, so it was still uh, an era where those groups could exist. like Kind of. I mean, it was tough. But yeah, we, we made it just because in the beginning- we had a lot of money thrown at us. Yeah. We, we had an actual label that had like platinum selling artists and they were trying to break us and make us into like the next outcast or yeah. the next big thing. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of money in the beginning. Right. And you know, you're very young. 
you got money, you feel like everything's, I feel, I literally felt like, dude, I made it. That was easy. I thought it was going to be way harder. Yeah. Had, I had no idea what I was about to go through. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but we had a manager, we had lawyers, we had, you know, like we had the team just kind of handed to us all of a sudden. Right. And we were just along for the ride. Like, oh, we, you, we own a van now. Okay. We own a trailer now. Okay. We own a loft where we get to record and live. Okay. And they were paying for all of that. And uh, once everything fell through, we had tasted so much of how freaking awesome that was yeah. that that helped keep everything together too. Because we're like, dude, we can do that again. Let's, Let's do it go. again. Let's yeah. keep going. Yeah. We never achieved quite that, but yeah. it helped us to have a lot of success. Matter of fact, when the record deal fell through, the record never came out. We were able to tour like a year and a half off just Buzz alone. We didn't even have a record, but we were booked out there flying us to like Ocean City, Maryland, flying us to here, there, like shows that were booked like, yeah. you know. Like a year in advance. And, 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 it's, and it's, not, it's not for you to explain their situation, right? Right. But what I'm saying is, here we have a comparison of crews yeah. who a large amount of of people in the crew. Yeah. So like Living Legends had like, yeah, was it eight? eight yeah, eight or nine. They were eight, big too. They yeah. were huge. It was, it was a big crew. We toured with them before too. So you imagine all like, oh my goodness. 27 dudes just rolling <laughs> just out. Hey, we're going to Denny's. Just <laughs> taking the whole restaurant. <laughs> uh, so, 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 so that too... So, so, um, so do you think it was like you said, like that initial little break that you gave yourselves in the midst of, of everything that yeah, was happening? That was much later though. Like the stuff I'm telling you about was early. No, no, on. no. But yeah. I mean, like what, what's still make, uh, what's the glue still? Uh, honestly, yes. we're like brothers, dude, the friendship mm. and, and you know, we were really tight friends since really young. Like me and Uno, we've been, we grew up together and like we came to the crew together and I think the friendship was so like deep. And then once you go through trials together, it only like, you know, bonds you even harder. You know right. what I mean? Like you had to survive together yeah. literally and you had to fight for your career and your whatever together. So right. it's like no matter what, that that doesn't leave. You could fight, you could be mad at each other, but that part won't leave. Right. So when it comes time to come back together to do anything it's like it's like we can pick up where we left off. I like that. I like it's that. like family, you know. And, and I think the, those established rules in the beginning really did help you out as oh, like for sure. these boundaries you're not going to cross. And yeah, because I mean, like you say, like here, watch right now there'll be a cipher breakout before uh -huh. we, when we're talking because yeah. MCs will be will be MCs wherever MCs. Yeah, are. yeah. You have three or more MCs. There's going to be a cipher breakout, and sure. as as it should be, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but like you're saying, like to where it's like a competitive thing, like with you guys, like yeah. oh my verse has got to be better than his. My verse. Right. Be but the level that line of respect was never crossed never. over it was always like like it, it was sort of unspoken and it was always respectful like if i'm writing to try to write a dope verse in him i'm not trying to diss him yeah i'm just trying to be the best on the song right and what would happen is whether i was the best on the song or he was or he was it always made for a better song in general oh no, you know what no, I mean? no doubt and so that's that's i think was part of the key too. And I think just coming from such different backgrounds, different musical influences and stuff, and just throwing it all in the pot like that and just mixing it up. I think that's just what created the uniqueness that we had too, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I feel better for it for sure. I learned so much during all that time. Um, so, okay. So that was, uh, that was cookbook then. Right? Uh -huh. What's cookbook now? Um, I, it's funny too. Okay. So cookbook now is, you know, producer, label owner. I'm still an artist. Um, the la I, I'm doing a series right now that, um, it's called CBEPs. And I just decided to do 
me, no, none of my production, just me and one producer, six songs or six to eight songs or whatever. So the first one I did was me and DJ Redmatic. It's called Phantom Menace. The second one was me and Blue. A lot of people don't realize how tight Blue is on the beats. That's dope. And he gave me so many beats that I couldn't stick to six. So I did eight for that project. Yeah. Now the new one, I can't say the producer yet because he's not letting oh. me. But imagine like steps, like not saying that anybody's less than anybody yeah. else, but like Repmatic is a step. And then I did a blue, which is the next step. This yeah. one is like six or seven. You got my mind. I'm thinking, steps I'm thinking up. like primo. Well, maybe that's a little too many uh, steps. <laughs> that might be a little too many Eventually. steps, bro. Okay. Well, uh, Ev, Ev is tight on the table. He's on pretty the, tight, on the table, on the He's pretty tight. You're not saying he, it's not, but you're not saying it is. Uh, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm not saying it is. <laughs> that's what's up. That's a good guess, honestly. That's the best guess anybody's had. To me, to me, uh, I, well, I mean, like, Ev is, like I said, I'm just a hip hop Ev's my homeboy. Shout out to Ev. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. That dude is I, I, so I, I, cool. Man, I, I can't wait to meet Ev. I met Rocker, and Rocker was one of the coolest just people I've ever met in my life. Just like real humble and mellow. Uh, I'm a huge Babu fan also, too, from like the Duck yep. Seasons and everything oh, yeah. he's ever done and all that stuff. But I want to meet Ev. I'm a huge Ev fan. I can't wait to get his you know, perspective Ev, on stuff. Ev has produced uh, records for... Yeah. Um, LA Symphony yeah. he produced one of our biggest songs actually it was called Timeless Yeah. and then Ev was actually on a song with me and Uno which was our biggest hit too called yeah. uh, When You Rock and Roll and uh -huh. you can see that video um, it's a cookbook and Uno Mas uh, featuring Evidence sure that's what's up killed it with so, that so okay cool so I might have nailed it I know you <laughs> might have or you might have not I'm not saying but the new project's called A, a Whole New Cook and, and when, when, when can you expect that uh, that's going to be uh, sometime in July, mm -hmm. probably late July, because we're still putting like the finishing touches on it. Yeah. But I think what what where I'm at now, it's like I think I'm now that I'm like so comfortable, not only with my music but just with myself. I think I'm more able to just be my whole self, and I'm less afraid to say things that maybe ten years ago I'd been like, ah, I don't want to, maybe I'll offend or like I don't, I literally don't care at all. So I'm just going to open my heart and just say it's cookbook. In LA Symphony, the same cookbook now, as in like, can we expect the same kind of material, or is it a completely different? No, uh, I think it's 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 raw, it's rougher, it's more in your face, and it's more uh, like brutally honest. Like we're always honest in LA Symphony, but it's like uh, like fun. We're still having fun, and like, oh, I'm gonna be honest about how I screwed up, ha 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 ha, or something like that. Whereas this is more like these are some real feelings that I have about real things in the world. Love it or leave it kind of mm. you know what i mean and it feels good you know what i mean i wish i was that way all along yeah you know what i mean but 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 when you're dealing with seven other people that's another issue too you, you got to kind of blend and, yeah and, and you don't always get to say what you want to say when you're on this uh, track with a bunch of people because you get eight lines or four lines you can't really get into stuff right whereas if you're doing a solo project you got three 16s or two of them like you can get into some more meat yeah you know abso I mean? absolutely Not just some milk so so what 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 is it that you see the biggest differences from from the old cook to this is it, is it that the honesty you're able to deliver? I think or? so. I mean, I think I, I think I have a, a obviously I'm I'm more mature. I've been through the yeah. industry more now, so uh, I understand it more. I understand like, you know what I mean. I yeah. mean, I'm always looking you know, back, not in like a negative way, but I always think, you know, the whole 2020 hindsight is 2020. Always. I'm like, Oh my God, what I would do different because you just learn as you can't help but learn. You know I mean? I'll be rich. Had I, I known know. them. Yeah. But wouldn't we all though? Right. One thing I like to ask people that have been in the game this long, it's this, what don't we know? We don't know nothing. What we, don't we know cook? And, and I mean, from an MC perspective, like what, what don't we know? 
as MCs that you know or that you've acquired knowledge of? What is it that that we have like a big misconception of, or what is it that we have absolutely no idea of how reality is well, behind this wall or you, this door? I, you know, that's a, that's a really hard question. I think. I mean, because I've experienced like so many levels of the game. Like I started out the box with major label, like. Uh, the, the record deal we got ended up being on Warner Brothers. So I was on Warner Brothers for a while. So yeah. I have like that whole thing in my brain. And then I have that independent grind right after that where you just, the bottom falls out and all you got to do is just run and make records and push and get in the van and do shows. So it's kind of hard. I mean, like, what don't I know from what of that whole sea mm. of shit that I went through? It's like, yeah. you know, like if you could ask us, like, what don't we know about X? I could probably tell you yeah. 10 things, but like, well, I'm what just do you saying, want to know? Maybe, I mean, maybe, there was, maybe there was like a lesson that you 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 took with you into this day. You like you remember it, or is it like I'm so, not saying like heed warning, but like I'll, I'll tell you a couple things. I'll tell you what most people don't know. MCs are not; they don't know what they want. Nobody really asks themselves the question, "What do I want?" And what do I want? It's like, hey, do I want a cheeseburger? No, I'm saying like, I do. What want do you? What? Yeah, maybe there's I saw Farmer Boys so up the street. Um. <laughs> but like, what do you want? Yeah. And what, and that question speaks more to like the vision that you have for your life. Like, what do you really want? Because when you can establish like what the bullseye is, then you know what you're aiming for. But if mm. you don't do that yeah. and you're just shooting arrows everywhere and you just paint bullseyes wherever they land. And so if you don't know what you want, then you're going to get it. You're going to get whatever, you know what I mean? But if you know what you want and you know where you want to go, it's so much easier and it, you save so much more time. But, but nobody, how do you know? How do you know? Cause you don't know what you don't know. So how do you know what you want? Well, what I think is, uh, I think, you, you know, you know, I, I actually mentor some younger dudes in the music and stuff. And I'm always down for that. Like, you know, almost like, I don't know, coaching or whatever you want to call it. And I always start with that question because if somebody had told me like, what do you really want? Uh, matter of fact, somebody did, I'll tell you this on our, when we had that first record deal, we were working on call it what you want, which is the album that never came out. Yeah. We, uh, we were in the studio with will I am. And that for we, it was amazing. Like he's super smart. Even back then, like he was on like a whole other level on some other shit. And he was telling us, like he was sitting in the studio. He asked, he asked, I was right there. He said, what do you guys want? We're like, yo, we want to blow up, homie, you know, do tours, da, da, da. And he's like, oh, okay. And it was just so vague. That's vague. Like we want to blow up. Who doesn't want to blow up? Like if you're a doctor, you want to blow up and make money. Yeah. Like everybody wants to blow up. And then, so we're like, he kind of seemed like, oh, okay, that's cool. And we're like, well that's not a good answer. Like we're like, well, what do you want? He goes, I'll tell you exactly what I want. I want to make $100 million off this music stuff. And once I do that, whatever happens, I don't even care. I'm going to, I'll, I'll do other things. I'll do whatever, but I'm going to, I'm going to make a hundred million dollars off this. And then you could see what he did from there. You could see that that vision and that goal was always in front of him. He, okay, Fergie comes to the group. He writes songs a certain way because that what he was very clear on his mission and on his goal. And we weren't, we thought we were, it sounded good in our brain, but we didn't really sit down and say of the eight of us, how much money do we want to make per year? Or how far do we want to go? Or what level are we willing to go to? Are we willing to go like full pop? Are we will? Cause we all had different definitions of what success meant, of what, you know, of fame, whatever you want to call it. But no, we never like flattened it out and said for LA symphony, this is how much money we want to make. This is how far we want to go. This is how many shows we want to do per year. And, and have the goals because, you, you know, any anybody that's successful, any businessman, or they'll tell you that you're supposed to start with the end in mind. You're supposed to, you're not, you know, you don't just go like, I'm going to go on a trip. Let's get in the car and go. No, you go, I want to take a trip to the Grand Canyon. 
So then it's very easy to figure out how to get to the Grand Canyon once you know where you want to go. Mm. You know, you can easily map it out and see which freeways to take and what part you're supposed to stop and sleep overnight or whatever. Yeah. It's much easier because you have made it clear where you're going. Yeah. And most of us don't do that. We just yeah. get in rap. It's fun. Yo, let's just freak wall out, drink chicks. And, you know, let's try to just blow up. Yeah. Everybody just wants to do that. Yeah. But what does that mean? And especially if there's more than one person, you know what I mean? Like some people kind of, inherently have it they don't realize that they answer that question for themselves but all of us should be asked that question and and be i think for i wish somebody forced me to answer that when i was 17 years old and what is starting to, what does this cookbook want i want to make monetarily with everything that i'm doing i'm working on a documentary about all of this stuff that we're talking about i'm talking to other artists and stuff um, and you know, I would love to write, um, a book or two on, on some of this stuff also. I just want to help. So what cookbook wants ultimately his goal and mission in life at this point, whether it's through music, through anything else is to help other people to contribute, to contribute. And from that, I obviously want to provide for myself, for my family, I want to live a good life. So at some point, um, very soon in the future, my goal is to make 200 grand a year residually. So like whether I work or not, that's coming in mm -hmm. off of music, books, whatever the hell I've done. I want it, whatever investments or whatever I have, that's going. And then I can be free to do a lot of other stuff that I want to do for free or to get paid for or whatever. Um, that's like goal number one. I mean, I have a lot of goals. We That'll take too long to right. talk about it. But I've, I've kind of learned how to answer that question for myself, but it took a long time. Yeah. It took a long time, but I feel like it could have taken a lot shorter if I had somebody like myself saying, yeah. hey, bro, what do you want? Like if Will would have taken that a little further and said, no, let's talk about it. You don't understand and started telling me all the stuff I'm telling you guys. Yeah. You know, he then maybe I would have thought and be like, dang, we need to be a little clearer on what we're doing here. You know, yeah. we're just like we got. But you got to understand, we were young, bro. Just most of us were just out of school. We were we were got money thrown at us and we had a record deal. So like, what do we want? We got it already. What are you talking about? What do you want? Mm. We got we're giving we're in the studio with Fat Lip and Prince Paul and you know, freaking Beastie Boys producer and, and you, Will. What do you mean what do we want? Yeah. But it's a deep question that most of us don't like ever answer. A lot of people don't ever answer that question their whole life. And they yeah. just kinda float along in life. The one thing that I've that I've uh oh Okay, so people go like, Oh, you're so lucky you get to talk to these people. Oh, you're so lucky you get to meet this person. And to me it's like, bro, luck had like literally nothing to do with this yeah because i worked my ass off to yeah, this point absolutely that now the the opportunity to sit down with master ace came up and i took advantage of it yeah right? of course so there's no luck it's all preparation and being able to recognize when an opportunity yeah. comes upon you right well some people that's what they define luck as as a, a person who's ready when the opportunity that's luck. But, but it's just because you're ready. You're already you. But know? because I do it because I have four or five other times that I've already like practiced and I've worked. Dude, like it's like um it's, it's like a it's like a train. Like you're not lucky you caught a train. It's like, no motherfucker, I know the schedule. I've been working <laughs> to get here well, exactly to catch a specific saying. train. That's what I'm saying. So so the, like uh I am I'm, I'm all for that. Like I recognize like whenever there is something that you're working for, right? Yeah. You've you work hard enough for it. You need to recognize the opportunities that you're given. Absolutely. And take advantage of them and ride it and move right, it. Right, exactly. Before I was real scattered. Like you I was like uh -huh. just like I'm, Everybody's I'm like sure that, scattered like yeah. oh, I'm gonna rap and then whatever happens, happens. But now um I have that focus of like, okay, yeah. what do you wanna do? Well, I wanna get twenty thousand dollars this year. Right? And there I'm talking about this show specifically, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Because last year we did ten. So you wanna double it. So I wanna double that's, it. Yeah, that's right? good. Last month we did five in one month. 
So that's to dope. me, that's boom. In one month, you knocked out. Uh, Wait till you see what happens when you release that. Oh, <laughs> fire! <laughs> no, but and, and that's just on that one lip on that yeah. one platform because Reverie is already giving me. T- I mean, like I'm just saying, like so now the goal changes once you've achieved it, yeah. right? But if you give yourself something to focus towards, exactly. You you like you say it's a lot easier to get the. Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's the whole bullseye thing. Like yeah. if you're if you're an archer, you shoot at bullseyes, right? Yeah. You don't shoot at a blank wall and then go paint the bullseye around it. Mm. You have a specific target. Yeah. You know, but everybody in life, that's what they're doing. They just walk up to a blank wall and just start shooting arrows and like, yeah. oh, I guess that's what I'm doing. I sell cars. Or, yeah. oh, I guess I work at Denny's or like whatever. And they don't say, no, I want that bullseye and I don't care what the rest of the wall is. I'm just going to keep shooting arrows at that bullseye until I get that damn bullseye yeah. and that's it. And when you do that, when you have that laser point focus, you really can't fail. I mean, you know, they say like you shoot for the stars and if you reach the moon, dang, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you might not get everything. That Actually, you, you know, it's so funny you for. said that because someone told me this today. They go shoot for the moon because if you miss, you'll still end up among the stars. Yeah. So to me, it was like, whoa, that's that's very cool that you, that, you know. Yeah. That, um, so the same mentality comes to when you approach anything, right? Yeah. So, 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 but as MCs, though, like, is there any any kind of like advice you can give us? Is like, is there for like music business? I'm just saying, like, on that you got that inside scoop that we're about. on business. I mean, I mean that's, that's a tough question. I don't know what people are doing. I mean, you know, this era is all about, you know, DIY. Yeah. You know, everybody's able to release music very easily, and it's good and bad. It's good because you can take your stuff right to the consumer. It's helped me because I make my money direct. And I'm able to maintain, you know, a certain level and and still do this and not have to like quit and just forget it because I can reach. But it's kind of bad, too, because there's tons of real whack people that are not dope at music. And so the music's everywhere. So you just get lost in a sea of of just whackness. Whackness. I'm you trying to swim. <laughs> yeah. I'm fortunate that yeah. I came from L.A. Symphony and that yeah. name still holds weight. Yeah. So like even if they've never heard of me, most likely they heard of L.A. Symphony. So mm-hmm. if I go like Cookbook, Cook, who? I, you know, from LA Sim, oh, LA Sim, dope, yeah. And then it starts to open doors for me. So I'm fortunate in that respect. But like new artists coming in the game, they got to really fight for their place now because, the, you know, it's so easy. People are just recording, you know, at home on their computer and it's up that night. Yeah. Whack mix, whack raps, whack beats. It, it also discourages me from wanting to listen to new people because I'm like, man, the last 10 people were whack. And you There's, know what? What's the chance yeah. this guy's going to be good? I'm the same way, but you know, it's like, uh, Man, I try. I try to listen. You, you know? have to. And then there's people that that just rise. You know, you see the cream rises, man. Just like you mentioned, Reverie, she's risen above. There's, you know, like a lot of dudes, a lot of people in LA that they're they're rising. You know, I might not totally like everybody's music, but I really respect when somebody can rise from the sea of shit that's out there right yeah. now. But it's inevitable. Like if you're dope, you're dope. So it's gonna, it's gonna, you know, you're gonna go up unless you. You're just gonna quit. achieve some level of success if you're yeah. good at what you do, regardless of. If you're when... putting yourself out there, exactly. You know what I mean, I mean, a guy like Fashion, that guy just flew past everybody. Why? Because he is dope. Mm-hmm. He raps very good. Yeah, and you can't take that away from him. Yeah. He just comes in and he's like, I'm the new Nas, people. Listen up. And you're yeah. like, whoa. And right away, boom, and Alchemist. Now he's signed with Nas. Like, yeah. you know, exile. Like, just it comes to him and they want to, like, lift him up because he's dope. Yeah. And then there's a lot of people that are never going to taste that because yeah. – And some people that are really, really good, too. Because then there's the other side of what we just talked about. They don't know what they want. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know about business. And they're just these dudes who are dope that just – 
are just kind of like wandering around too. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons why people don't succeed. You know what I mean? But I think there's a lot less reasons why people do succeed. And I think that's encouraging because mm. if you can learn the principles of success, there's not that many. So let me ask you this. And this is another thing that I really have. I love hip hop. I love it to death, but I, I really get upset at it sometimes because um, it doesn't respect its elders. As in like, it doesn't, attribute anything it's yeah. hip-hop acts like hip-hop started with this person when in actuality it's a whole yeah. barrage of other artists I that mean, made yeah. the lead here and, and we don't dudes. give them the, that that we don't give them that respect like yeah, yeah. what i mean is the example in maybe they shouldn't but i can't see why not like why a krs or a rakim can't sell out the staples but then Blank can easily do that. You know what I'm saying? Like well, a Nelly could it, do that. It's, or... it's a different era. I mean, you know, the power of rap as a commodity, as a something that is a money maker is totally different now. But 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 Rolling Stones could do it. And that's back. No, we're then. talking about we're now you're you're talking about something totally different. How well, if they were because, the initiators or the 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 uh, 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 stepping stone because for rap, everyone else that came after because them? Because rap is still a relatively young music you know so to speak it's still sort of new it's still slightly you know rock had to break through being dangerous and being all that from the 60s yeah yeah so hip-hop what 80s 20 years in those 20 years really that's not that that big long well to us that love hip-hop the like krs is classic yeah you put on step into the world and we'll go crazy yeah but it it didn't have the same type of worldwide appeal as like freaking the rolling stones has had like yeah he's he has worldwide fame and he's going to be able to tour forever he lives off it i did a show with karis uh at the end of last year and it was crazy packed out but it wasn't you know stable it was just a club but it was packed out and people were going nuts he's fine he's doing fine he will be fine but when it was his heyday he was never as large as the rolling stones he was didn't even scratch the surface of what they did so it's it's all he's right where he's at from his level. Rolling Stones aren't the biggest thing in the world either, but they could still tour forever. They but they're just on such a higher level than he is that it you know it's almost like you can't even compare it. You know what I mean? There's a place for everything, um, and some people you know they're they're not any less dope. They just get older. And hip hop, it's unfortunately I hope it changes. It's still seen in a large way as a young man's game. Like it's something you're supposed to do in your teens and twenties. It's very competitive by nature. Yep. Therefore, it calls upon the younger crowds because yeah. young men want to compete at football, soccer, whatever it is. So when you're competing in hip hop, you yeah. obviously want the younger person's always going to be angrier or meaner. Or well, whatever. yeah, and and then it's also the era of this the turn up era. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like th- drop pop mollies and let's wild out. You know what I mean? And an older dude like Karis One, who's fifty years old. He's not trying to turn up in the club. So they're they're gonna be like like a dude like Ray Schmurda or whatever. He's gonna be like, Yeah, that's cool, whatever. I'm glad you rap too, but this is me. We you know, mm-hmm. I ain't got an eye. You know, like and that's what people want because they get in a club and they freaking take mollies and the music sounds like the drugs they're on. So they love it. Mm-hmm. And it makes money for all those guys and the club is popping. But if Karis comes in with step into the world, they're gonna be like, This doesn't feel like how my body feels right now fuck that shit you know what i mean like and that's just how it is but it's it's been that way yeah it's not just rap because rock is like this too it really is like there's always going to be a dude doing the new thing and then his dad's going to be like but wait 
you got to hear the doors. I know I sound like old man you know what fucking I mean? like, old man concept. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Rock him. Who the fuck is that? Like it's like, dude. Like oh my god. Yeah. I, someone asked me who Tupac was the other day. One of my nephews or something. Like you know Tupac. Like I'm like yes, of course. And, and, and like to me it was yeah. like. So but how old is that kid? Like he, like like he's nine eleven. Or give him 11 a break, bro. Like he's nine. Yeah. He, Tupac's <laughs> been dead like ten years longer than he's been alive. Right. Like give him a break, man. No, like, I'm with it's that. Dope that he even knows the guy's name. <laughs> I, I like, understand it. Yeah. I, I understand that, right? And I'm with Stop it. Stop hating. Maybe if, maybe if it was somebody my age and they asked me like, who's well, Tupac? Well, yeah. Then you should punch him in the face, right? Immediately. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, it just seems like to be like a like a like a big like. This like this huge disconnect from the I mean, essence to what it is now, and and it's hurtful for me because like but, I've I've it raised me. It is all I've ever known. Well, yeah, me too. So I it's kind of you know you, you know what I mean. But outside, but yeah, I, it is any genre. I would say this though: uh, there's a disconnect on your side too because you've disconnected to what the young dudes are into too, and you're like fuck that mid nineties, and they're like. You know what I mean? Like, but but it's not it's not because I don't like it. It's because it's not good. No, it's because you don't like it. it it's because it's to not, those kids, smart is good. It's good. Smart is good. He's Sh- lyrically he's good. He delivers. I didn't say he, lyrically he was good, oh. but I say there's something about that music that yeah. is good. It, it's good. It's good when you can write a catchy hook that people want to sing. It's not good if if it takes me to be on on, on shrooms or whatever it is. I disagree because I don't do any drugs and it's good and sometimes I get caught like in some of those songs <laughs> they cannot rap good okay. but they do do some clever things and there's some dope things about the beats that they do it's but, just it's but just, if, if you break it down like and they say okay let's break it let's break the song down it's let's total break, ignorance okay, I agree okay, I totally so, agree so, so the, do you know what I'm saying so what, that's where it's like dude I don't like it because I don't like it I don't like it because you're not doing it right Yo, but I, I don't like Ludic- Ludacris is the best at what Ludacris does Right, so that type of music that Ludacris does is good, and he's the best at it. But there's people that do Ludacris music and suck at it. So I'm not saying what Schmurda does is not good, but right. Schmurda himself, you're not a good at. Right. So, so the but music you develop in your era that you've loved, there have been plenty of Schmurda type dudes too. <laughs> plenty yeah, of them, yeah. bro. Yeah, well, I, I, mean, don't, I don't doubt that. Look, yeah. what about Two Live Crew, bro? What were they about? Yeah. Their version of Turn Up, bro. Yeah. I mean, come on. You, did you really? Yeah. Were you into Whoop? There it is. I like would the Wrecking Crew. Whoop! There it is. Next to Karis One and be like, these are equals. <laughs> you would not. No. But it, it was fun music. Yeah. It was dope, and it was you know. Okay. I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm with that. I'm so with that. there's there's always levels, and and when I was a kid, bro, like mid '90s, you were like, oh man, anything that like became a hit, you're like, fuck that, it's real rap. Yeah. Why is that not real rap? Why yeah. was like Jump Around became a huge hit? Yeah. Are you telling me that's not a dope? classic hip-hop record yeah, just tight. you're out of your mind if you say yeah, it's not yeah but it's just it's it's relative you, you know what it is you it. know what's throwing me off cook and i'll tell you this it's, Talk, it's Liz taking his jacket off let's do this emotional. no no what it what's throwing me off is okay i've sat here with mcs uh-huh. that uh, um have been in the game for 10 15 years and all that stuff uh-huh. and the one thing that i see from some of them is a little bit of bitterness yeah like a little bit of like like, oh, I should have been or I could have done this. And so now they have a little bit of resentment. But I'm yeah. not getting that from you. Well, I've been there. I, I went I'm through getting, that heavily. Oh, There's you did. a portion of times in my life where I was like, man, you know. I, and I still go. Once in a while, I look back and I'm like, oh, my God. That should have been me. I should have had that. I could have done that. I can do that still. Get, open the door. I'll do it now. You know, I go through that. But, you know, what am I going to do other than what I have now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I live nice. To be honest with you, I got a good life. So why not just be me and 100% me and enjoy my life, enjoy the music I do, and, and take it for what it is? And I think if I do that, 
then I will get more success. I am successful already. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm happy and I have a, I do have money and I do do okay. You know what I mean? And so, um, wherever it it takes me, wherever my personal goals take me, they're going to take me there. I'm not content fully Mm -hmm. because I have my goals that I haven't reached yet, but you have to find the balance in there. Otherwise, you know, yeah, you're going to be bitter. And I understand it though, because I have tasted the glory. I have tasted the, the freaking wonderful wine or whatever you want to call it. Ambrosia. (laughs) I know how dope it feels when you're getting flown around and like fools are throwing money at you and telling you you're the best thing ever. And like, and you're, you're just going into these places and like, wow, that dude who I've seen as a kid, he's DJing tonight for Mm -hmm. my show. Like, you know, I've tasted all that too. So it makes it real easy to get bitter too. Like, man, we were right there, man. And we got screwed over. And we did. Yeah, LA Symphony story, we got screwed big time. And we got dropped and just left like, you know, like dropped like a sack of potatoes, like yeah. yesterday's news. And we had to fight our way back. And we fought our way back up to a place where we were still living off of it, still touring, like having a big crew and still being able to live off it and still being able to do I'll what give we you, did. I'll give you a, an example of someone who's who who remind who you remind me a lot of, and he reminds me a lot of you because you've gone kind of through the similar thing. Right? Uh-huh. I sat with Wax. You familiar with Wax? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Wax is has that He's big, dope. the big song, the Rosanna song, uh-huh. that like follows him everywhere. Yeah, and I could tell by the way he talks about it, he fucking hates that song, <laughs> but he loves that song. So, so what? Yeah. So what he kind of told me is that I'm a one hit wonder. Who's still making hits, bro? Like yeah. he's that dude, right? He's still dope, yeah. And he's still dope. And L.A. Reed signed him to what this label. Uh-huh. L.A. Reed got later got called away to go do like America's whatever, uh-huh. and he left the label, which dropped Wax later right, because right. He, L.A. Reed wasn't there backing him up, right? Yep. So Wax could have done the fuck I'm a blah, 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 blah. but no Wax is now working on his next project with DJ Ski he's yeah, dropping just keep it rolling, and, man. and he because he still is not done with doing Wax yeah I think though those MCs that are a little bit bitter kind of have come to terms with everything with themselves almost like yeah all right I guess this is what I got yeah. in store and I, I got nowhere else to look so I'm just gonna live in this kind of depression and and yeah I see a lot of that I mean I see a lot of that yeah. I, I've, I've been there I understand the feeling and I really genuinely understand that feeling because I can't tell you countless talks that I've had. If I go sit down with LA Symphony dudes and we bring this up, mm-hmm. I'll sound a lot like those dudes too in the midst of that conversation. Cause you get to talking and you do feel it. You feel the emotion of it. And you're like, dang dude. I mean, we were freaking there, man. Where did it go? Like, yeah. how could it leave us? You know, we we're still just as dope as ever, but you know, it's hard to explain, but yeah. um, I think a lot of it, I can, if I'm honest, and this is probably why I'm not upset about it, because I, I, I genuinely looked at my life and say, look, your life is the result, direct result of your choices, good mm-hmm. or bad. Yeah. So I can look back and say, I made some bad choices. I could have done, you know, A or B. I chose A and B was the right path. Um, but it's not a mistake because I learned from it. And now it's like the great thing about the fact that your life is the, you know, the results of your choices is. You can make new choices. Mm. So just start I'm making not new living. choices. Yeah, dude, I'm freaking, you know, we're not dead. Yeah. So just make some new choices and do yeah. some new things and keep it rolling, man. And if you still love doing music, do it, bro. Put it out. Do it for yourself and do shows and, and have fun. And, and I think what happens is people are more attracted to that. Like if you feel successful because you're happy where you're at and you're good and everything's cool, you'll probably end up blowing up again because nobody wants to like – 
see the dude that they've looked up to for years whining about, why aren't you coming to my shows? And why don't people buy my songs anymore? Like you kill your whole, like the whole people do have an image of you and they do look up to you or they do see you on stage and go, damn, why do people like that? Because they wish they were doing it or they, you know, there's something appealing about that. So if you start going like, man, and being you're all like that. whatever, yeah. you, it's like you're killing your own thing. Yeah. But if you just take it in stride and go, look, man, that last project, I can admit it too. It sucked. Whatever. Let's make a new one. Let's just keep it rolling. And like, I love what I do and I'm doing my thing and look at me. I'm happy. Like people are more drawn to that. People want to be positive. They they have that same life already trying to pay bills and trying to do all this and struggle. And, and they don't need, they don't come to you so that you can hear the same thing. It's music is an escape. Music is a yeah. place for them to go where they can get re-energized, renewed, have some fun, man. You know what I mean? They don't want to hear you whining. You know? I'm with that. And you, I, and you're, I, you're a cascade of knowledge, <laughs> cookbook. You know that? Holla at me, homie. That's what's up, man. I'm with this. I'm <laughs> Difference. We travel road with our flow, I know that we did this Only failure came from bad decisions Successful ventures through the market, yeah we lived it Our fans are figured we've been rich Money flowed but the overhead imploded the business Still we broke ground with dope sound inventions Ingenious use of the pronoun spark interest We were like no other Faith based MCs who breeze through like old thunder The soundtrack to your whole summer some bit our style so bad it's like an old cover And no wonder We were great and amazing All the magazines were saying the same thing The symphony was coming through like a freight train All set up and poised for great game Hit the road, take the city, yeah we kill them all kill em As all. the days go by, it's the same call You gotta know we keep it real <laughs> If I don't say I'm the best, tell me who the hell Hit Fulfilling the call, we'll be getting to speak to you all Having a ball, still it's fragile, a thing that we call Our movement unit was apparent, we needed to haul We rocked soccer stadiums in Korea Made them say yeah in Atlanta and England Stood on stage at Cornerstone and aroused them Those in attendance matched 23,000 Had our songs placed in TV and movies And video games gave fame to these newbies That barely scratches the purpose's surface We work hard so the break we really felt we deserved it after hiatus came back to rock pay dues 18,000 people cheered, no boos So I'ma say we didn't lose We gave it our all with everything that we were giving to you Hit the road, take the city, yeah we kill them all kill them As all. the days go by, it's the same call You gotta know we keep it real <laughs> If I don't say I'm yeah. the best, tell yeah. me what the hell
questions get yeah, more specific you into. You're an L.A. Rican, self-titled L.A. Rican, right? <laughs> has that played a role at all? You think in in in, in your development as an MC or as a as a as a well, let's go MC more specific. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, dude, I was like, I only listened to Puerto Rican rappers for six months. No, like, like okay, but, really dove into because pick, like, you big pun only. You can't. Well, no, you, <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't push that aside, though. No, I mean anybody who's a fan of LA Symphony yeah. damn well knows cookbooks of Puerto Rican. I mean when, you, when you're in Puerto Rican, it's just like in your DNA. You just have to hang the flag on your car. So, so like, moms and pops were in LA when they had you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both Puerto Rican. Yeah, they came from the the whole family, like uncles and like great uncles. Everybody came together. They bypassed New York. Everybody thinks, oh, if you're Puerto Rican, you're from New York. Yeah. They bypassed New York, came through Texas, and ended up in Northern California and just all. Because oh, that's a long down. way to swim from yeah, Puerto man. Rico to. Well, the, the story, yeah, <laughs> the story goes yeah. that, that, you know, like they heard about work in Texas. So they just bypassed all that, went straight to Texas. Yeah. And then it wasn't what it's cracked up to be. So then they just kind of, and then most of them ended up in Northern California. Like I got most of my families in Northern California, like Stockton, Sacramento, San Jose, all that. Yeah. And then I've got a few like uncles, aunts, cousins here. Yeah. But yeah. And so I just ended but up you, being born in you LA. you landed in LA. LA, born and raised. Like I'm it's the only so one I think of our, well, no, I think I got a couple of cousins that were born here too. Okay. But yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's pretty uh, interesting. You, so, uh, so now you're still in LA. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't think I'll ever leave LA. I love New York. I love Chicago. All yeah. the, where all the Reekings are. Yeah. But uh, man, I love LA. Okay. Too, so what what does Mom say about you being cookbook? She loves it. I mean, it's it's such a funny name. I never even named myself as the homies. It was ended up coming from a joke, and then it just stuck, and I just gave up. Yeah. But the idea of the music and yeah. stuff like that, she she loves it. Like my dad, you know, he he passed away ten years ago, but he was he he was a. a very gifted musician. He was a type of dude that you could hand him any type of instrument. Could be like a saxophone or a guitar or some weird thing that he's never and seen. And he'll before. learn it. In 20 minutes, he'll he'll be playing a song on it. And so I know that my musicianship comes from him. Yeah. So I know how proud he was of me that I was doing music. And yeah. when I came into my own thing with hip hop and he got to see a little bit of when LA Symphony was blown up before yeah. things went too crazy. You know, like the last thing he saw was me, you know, the first tour we ever went to Europe. I came back from Europe and he saw it. And then like a month after that, he passed away. So he got to see like a lot of stuff. And that, I think both of them, it, the idea of cookbook is the idea of me uh, doing what I love and being able to make a life out of it. Yeah. They love it. They think it's great. You yeah. know what I mean? My mom's always like, you should sing more. You could sing so good too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mix it up, but like, I'm like, well, yeah, I guess, yeah. but I'm not going to. Yeah. Wife, kids? Yeah. I got three. I got a step. Three wives. Three wives. Polygamist. I got three wives. Polygamist. I'm hooking one more up later on tonight, actually. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, no. three kids. <laughs> three kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What what is what do they say? Like, oh daddy, daddy's on the So this My and that. uh my uh I have a stepdaughter yeah. and uh she's 14, bro. It's pretty crazy for me to think like, dude, I feel way too young. But I do you know, not want my kid. Hey, oh, I got my, two girls my, and she's like, Oh, look, she's getting older or her hair. I'm like, Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see my that. wife started young, I guess, you know, whatever. So <laughs> I, but it's funny now because it like she's now old enough that like she's like into my shit like she'll be coming home like talking about hey i want to wear like diamond suppliers i'm like what do you know about that shit take me to zoomies or I'm like, yeah, oh no that's my shit like that's how i <laughs> yeah. dress like yeah. why are you like yeah. you're this is not supposed to be happening yet yeah. but um you know i've taken in some shows that that i've been able it's funny like when i first started dating her mom she was real little and she came to la symphony show and she told her mom she goes 
we're gonna be rich because <laughs> she saw like all yeah. these people and like yeah she saw what i do and then uh well we're not exactly rich but we're doing all right <laughs> yeah you're doing good and then uh and but you know i think she thinks it's cool i think they just it's kind of whatever because you, you do live two lives like i'm not freaking cook at home like yo what up yo cook, cook me a sausage what's up let's have some breakfast <laughs> like i'm not like that at yeah. home like i'm like you know yeah. i'm yeah. freaking dad let's take the trash out no i know it. i know it trust me so it, I think they don't, they don't, when they see it, then they're like, oh yeah, yeah. that's what he does. Yeah. But like when I bounce for all my shows and I'm gone, they're just like, oh yeah, he's going to work, whatever. Yeah. Like they, they just take it for what it is. Yeah. My sons are way too little. Like my son is three years old uh -huh. and uh, my other son is uh, five months old. So oh, they don't know what awesome. the hell's going on. My, yeah. my three-year-old kind of does. He'll see like me, that's Papa. You know, he loves yeah. like, you know, he'll see me doing music. And the best thing that's ever happened was like, I, I would do some shows where I would sing and I play, I play the piano too. So I, I was doing a lot of shows where indigenous would DJ. I would play the piano. I had a girl singing with me playing guitar and like a, a dude on the, on the um, congas. And, uh, um, and I was showing my kid a video of that. And he was like, oh, and he ran into his room and he had, he has a little toy drum set and he ran back out and he set no it in front way. of the TV yeah. and he was like watching me. And I was like, oh, this is the greatest yeah, thing that's awesome. ever, you know, cause it's like, my, and then my wife's like, oh no, not another one. Please, <laughs> yeah. no, no more, you yeah. know, but it, you know, it's all good. And wife is, wife is cool with you. Like uh, she's, she's like, yes she and no, it's hard. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's hard when the money is really low. Yeah. It becomes hard for me to be gone for any length of time. Yeah. Uh, and I understand that I can't front. I mean, we got responsibilities too. And I do lots of stuff to keep the ball rolling, you know, cause music doesn't always, yeah, music doesn't always pay the bills. So we got to do what we got to do and keep stuff rolling. Um, I think she's supportive, but it's a hard, it's a hard, it's very hard to ask that of somebody, mm -hmm. you know, like, Hey, I'm going on tour. Here's these kids. Peace. I'll see you in three weeks. You know, it's like, oh, that's yeah. a hard thing to ask of anybody. I yeah. wouldn't want her to do that to me. Hey, I'm going on vacation. Peace. Yeah. Here's yeah. a month. And I'm like, damn, these babies are driving me crazy. Yeah. So, you know, it's hard. Yeah. But I, I only do things that make sense for all of us now. It's not just me. When it was just me, yeah, I'd run around the world, just wild out for $2 a show or whatever. Who cares? Because it's just me. I'll eat freaking sandwiches and just live off the land or something, eat berries and twigs, whatever. <laughs> but now it's not, it's, it's different. So right. I can only do things that make sense, but that's partly why I'm, I, I guess you could, for lack of a better term, you diversify like I'm okay. I'm, I have a label now, so I'm trying to develop other artists. So it's like, you know, you're leveraging yourself. Yeah, you're not gone as much because exactly. this, I could do this from home. Or I and then do this and all the stuff I'm doing, it, you know, it is making my star rise or whatever you want to call it. So I am going to be more in demand. And you'll see in the next few months, like a difference in what's going to happen with me. And then it makes sense. Like, you know, if I go, hey, I'm going to leave for two weeks, but I'm going to come back with $25,000. You think she's going to complain? She'd be like, right, hell no. She'd be cool. like, here, let me pack your bags. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Go get go get our money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And money makes everything easier. Let's yeah. keep it real. Yeah, you know, no, I don't okay. care what you do. If you make good money at it, you know, the complaint level is going to go way down. Like, yeah. fuck, you making 25 grand every two weeks? This sucks. <laughs> like, no. Bullshit. I think, yeah, I think, you yeah. know, I think. You know, it's just, but it's tough. It is a tough yeah. uh, thing to ask of anybody. And I can't imagine like some people's wives or significant others or whatever of like somebody on an even larger scale than me. That's yeah. like gone way more than I am. You know what I mean? Because I've scaled it back some too now that we have, you know, the little guys too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was gone a lot in the beginning, a lot, you know, like she met me touring. I was like gone a hundred, you know, I was doing like a hundred plus shows a year minimum. 
Yes. You know, all around the world. I'd be gone. You yeah. Know? I remember going to South Korea and I was only like IMing her. And she was like, yo, you got to find a way to get a phone because I couldn't handle that. Yeah. I was gone like two weeks or whatever. It's crazy. And she's like, you know, so you just, you know, you get it. It always looks good on the outside. Like, damn, this fool's doing me. He's like yeah. traveling. It looks good. Whoa, this dude's balling. I'm yeah. going to be with him. But then when you actually do it, yeah. you're like, she's like, you know, and then, and then shit as the relationship moves on, she expects more things from you, and blah blah blah. Of course, I mean it just grows. It just up. it naturally grows, and I, but it's all good. Every that's all of this is just part of life. Yeah, you just deal with it as it comes. You make a plan. Yeah. You look at your bullseye, like wife. This is our bullseye. Yeah. So this is why we're doing this. Yeah. And then if that's sort of my job, you know, like not saying like I'm in charge, but I am responsible to kind of like guide us somewhere. So I have to have a plan. If mm -hmm. I got a plan, she's like, what the hell, you know. So if I show her a plan, she's like, all right, that makes sense. Like, yeah. here's our target. Let's stay focused on this, and then we'll just I'm with figure that. out the rest. I like that. I, see, this is. I think this is things that uh, you should have your own, you know. You know, people keep public. telling me that. Like, yeah. I should do my own podcast. <laughs> no, don't do it. No? Don't, don't, it's hard. See, I gotta, it's just another thing yeah, I got to yeah. take on. There's 150, seriously, shit. 150,000 podcasts on iTunes right now. I'm going to just charge Mine's people the to best. go talk on their so podcast. So don't even try. All right. I, <laughs> no, my, mine's better than all of them. So no, you guys are doing good. Wake the flock up is doing. Real I'm trying. Well. We're no. trying. We hustle. We build. And then I was uh, actually real happy. I was like, damn, I'm about to be on wake the flock oh, up. Oh man, shoot. appreciate that. Appreciate. I'm that. blowing up now. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was real excited too. And then, and then Rocky's like, oh, I was on sway. I was like, oh, okay. Wah, wah. Oh, damn, appreciate that. Yeah, that, you gotta get cut down to size sometimes. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, good. See, I like this. We got into depth. We get to. No, yeah, I didn't a know little going better. On. We're not done yet though, because I, I got a couple segments we gotta touch base on. Okay. I need a minute of vent of venting. Venting? <laughs> Every day, like just oh fucking hate it when, you know. Dude, you got me all on this positive tip. Like, bro, you're so positive. Now fucking complain. Now like, fucking cuss. Like, like, what no, am I supposed uh, to say? But, I'm like on a high now. I'm feeling good about my I just motivated myself. But it's now. good though. Talking man. now, like you know, like you release, maybe like you I don't know. Look, can we talk about BO? How are you a grown adult and you fucking smell? You know oh, that's the kind of complaining you want. Yeah, like every day, sentient. I stand behind people at fucking Disneyland, and I'm like, "This motherfucker stinks, bro." Like, it's not yeah. that hot, dude. You, you shouldn't be smelling. You, yeah, you don't talk. You know what I'm saying? Like those people who be rubbing rocks in their armpits. <laughs> what? Be like, yo, this stuff is more natural. And like, dude, it's all you're rock. doing is rubbing <laughs> that dead skin off. It ain't making it uh, smell any better. <laughs> okay, well, I need, I need venting. I just did, man. That was it, man. The Rock? The rocks. I, just hate him. I hate him so much. Matter of fact, I even hate The Rock. That dude, <laughs> just because his name is a rock. Dwayne Johnson. It. Nah. He's coming on the show next week, so uh, no. You know what? Screw you. <laughs> nah. Um, I don't, what do you want me to complain about? I didn't say complain. I said vent. Vent. Not complain. Oh, man. You know, I don't have nothing to vent about. You know what I did vent about? Dude, I'm feeling good, bro. That's you got up. me feeling good. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, we talk about the all goal. This good that's stuff. That's the goal. Yeah, I'm with that. Feeling good. We'll move on to the next segment. Okay. All right. I need cookbooks top five musical influences of all time. No words. Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, Pete Rock and Seal Smooth, Jay Dilla. I got way more. It's hard. I'm only giving you the hip hop. Ones. Okay. Okay. Uh, who did I leave out? Tribe, De La Soul, uh, and uh, oh, Gangstar. Oh my God. How could I forget? Those give me, give five. me one that's not hip hop. I can give you tons. Beatles for sure. Um, uh, who else? 
like the typical ones like Michael Jackson and like a lot of uh, a lot of soul artists I'm yeah. really into. I'm with that. Um, I like. But that. yeah, I'm, I'm, my musical range goes really wide because my parents um, are a lot older. They have me late in life, so I have I don't have any direct brothers and sisters. I have all halves, and they're all like much older than me too. So I got all of their musics passed down mm. to me. So like my parents gave me oldies and like salsa, Latin jazz, jazz, and blues. All like. I was the only kid when I was nine years old, like they were getting ready to give me piano lessons. I'm like, yeah, I want to take piano lessons because I want to learn how to play the blues. Yeah. Nine year old kid want to play the blues. Yeah. That's my parents' influence. And my brother and sister are like 70s era. So they're like giving me, uh, well, like my brother's like classic rock. So like I'm into a lot of classic rock, like Led Zeppelin and like all of that stuff because of him. Like yeah. he just, listen to this, shut up and listen. And then my sister was like, 80s party girl so I like all the 80s music you know I really and I was more like alive and aware then you know because I'm alive now I'm kind of like vibing out to it so I got a lot of that in me and then of course once like the 90s and hip well even you know just ever since I was a kid hip hop was our music so I just have this wide kind of eclectic uh, influences yeah. that, that come. So if I'm playing, if you're asking me about the piano, I'm probably gonna name totally different people that I really like. Awesome. If you ask me about hip hop, then I give you those five. And, I like those you know, five. Those I strong too. five. They are. But I don't care about your, your top five. Okay. Because your bottom five are way more important to me than your top five. But see, you keep asking me to focus on the negative. <laughs> I, and I only focus on focus the positive. I'm saying like, okay, but you gotta have an opinion about like, I need your bottom five. There's gotta be like, you're like, okay, look, bro. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, it's gonna be a bottom five. This has to be something. I don't. I don't. If I think they're whack, yeah. then I don't think about them. Okay. So, but you thought about them once because you thought they're whack. Boom. I, that's right? true. Come on. See. But see. W- Come on. Can I get some love? For when me? you don't constantly think about it, then it's not on the forefront of your mind. So I tell you what. How about you name somebody you think is whack, and I'll oh, tell you what I think. Oh, this this many 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 of people, and I'll tell you what I think. I think Tyler the Creator is whack as shit. I think Tyler's creator's dope. You think Tyler's dope? I do. Dope? The reason why. I'm not going to say he's the best lyricist, he's the best whatever, but yeah. I I look at things through a different light. Well, I, and I look at, at it Tyler? like this guy uh-huh. and his team created a whole movement. They, it's almost like they created a whole world and they invited everybody into it and the people who came made them rich. And they're not whack. You just don't like them. I don't know. No, I don't like him. Well, you might not like him as a person. I don't like him in particular. As a person, I think Earl Sweatshirt's very dope lyrically. Who doesn't? And he said, but Tyler the Creator, I don't think he has a lot to offer. I don't think he's the. I don't think he's the dopest lyricist, but he is like the a great leader of that crew. Mm -hmm. I mean, somebody had has to be steering that ship, and I think of anybody, he's more steering the ship. And he's letting his team be the dope. Like Domo Genesis is a beast on the mic. I think he's dope. Mm-hmm. And of course, Earl Sweatshirt or whatever. But these guys, they built a whole movement. Like they they were constantly, like you look at their their website and their blog. Like I remember when I first heard of them, I went back one year and went through their whole, like all the posts they put on their blog. Mm-hmm. And I was blowing my mind because it was like skate videos, them just doing stupid shit in liquor stores and like them. But it was creating this thing. And then music too. Then I'm looking at, they would do all this and then you'd see a show. We're in New York and there's a thousand people there. I'm like, dude, I cannot go to New York right now and get a thousand people out. I could not do that, Mm -hmm. but they're doing it. So how can I say Tyler Creator's whack? I can't. He's smart. He did something smart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's funny. He's, you know, he entertains people. So to me, like I said, I can only, I I pull positive out of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not the best lyricist. I agree. Of those crew, especially like he's, 
Earl Sweatshirt blows everybody away. Mm-hmm. We all know that. I, yeah. no, I don't think anybody will disagree. I don't think he'll disagree with that. Right. But he definitely brings a lot to the table. So. Okay. Sorry, bro. No. Hey, next. That's Hit your... me with the next. Uh, c- come on. It's like tennis. Who's whack? <laughs> <laughs> Who's whack, people? Come on. Two chains. Two chains. Oh, man. Uh, let me tell you why two chains is not <laughs> <laughs> No, really. Uh, okay. Two chains has done something that most people can never do. And that is at like 36 years of age, he completely reinvents himself and gets completely rich. All he did was change his name and go like, I'm about to be a new dude. He reinvented himself the same way Sean Price did. Now you guys love, if you don't like Sean Price, you're crazy. That dude is super dope. He wasn't always Sean Price. He was Ruck from Helter Skelter from Boot Camp. And he, he came to a point in his life where he's like, yo, am I going to do this or am I going to go hustle on the block or am I going to work construction? F that. I'm going to do this. Switched it up. Sean Price and like completely reinvented himself and now he's a guy we all love. Mm-hmm. 2 Chains did the same thing. He just did it in a bigger world than right. we're in. He did it next to Lil Wayne and Drake versus next to freaking Buckshot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's not whack in that sense. He's not a great lyricist, but he's funny. I don't even think he means to be funny. But he's funny. I don't even think he means to be funny, but he says some then, funny then, shit. Then go man. be a comedian. Some ridiculous. Then go be a comedian. But then go see, tell jokes. They're so paying him be... to rap. So yeah. why would he not rap? Yeah. And 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 in his world, the people that like him, they're they're not underground West Coast dudes like we are. Yeah. They're not. Like if you go to freaking Florida, like I have an artist in Florida. I go there. Floor rider. He's whack. I can agree with that. Oh, boom, we got one. See, so there is whackness in it. I like that. But you know, the thing is he he makes hits. But he what I don't like about Florida is where he started and where he went mm-hmm. is a clear like, I'm gonna just make money. So let's just get these EDM dance songs and who cares about rap? Like, and that's pretty much what he does now. So I'm not a fan of that. But he he makes money. Mm-hmm. So I'm a fan of success or or paths to success. So I just try to glean. I Lou, guess Vega. Lou Vega. Lou Vega did one. Great hit. Lou Vega. I'm not a fan. I wouldn't say I'm a fan. People ask me all the time, like, do you hate Lou Vega? I'm like, I love why, you, Lou Why Vega. you always bring him up? All the time. Like, all the time I bring up Lou Vega. Yeah, Lou know. Vega. You like They don't even know who he is. They're like, Lou Vega. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Vega. <laughs> 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 yeah. They kind of obsessed me, you know, being with. Fucking two changes, this and that. When you compare it to an artist like Ritz, who stuck to a grind. Ritz. Yeah. Cook. I agree. But Ritz, um, he's dope. And he's dope in his own world, too. But he still is, has created a lane for himself. You know what I mean? And that's what I respect about guys like Rocka, Dilated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they went all the way to a major label. And they're like, so? We're still going to be the West Coast Gangstar. We're still, whatever. You know, we're yeah. still going to be, you're going to clear our samples you know, Columbia, because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. So screw you guys. And, right. And and so they, they have that independent music mind state on a major label. Like, yeah. But those are anomalies and stuff like that. I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, but it's possible. It's inspiration. And that, so even like, you know, Rich, that's inspiring. Like there is a way to stick to your guns, but there also is sometimes when your guns are not loaded anymore. Mm. So you need to reinvent yourself. Yeah. You need to reload. I'm with and that. so there's different ways of doing things. I, I, like, I like the way you think. I like the Thank mentality you. that you keep, you know, of like, hey, positiveness and this, this and that. And yeah, he's whack, but let's move on. I like well, You that. can always I'm learn. Yeah, you can always learn from everybody's experience or everybody's way of doing things. You know I, I, mean? I studied Lou Vega religiously. <laughs> well, I, good. I, I hope you learned about a little bit of Rhonda. <laughs>
<laughs> That's all I need in my life. Uh, last and final segment, and then cookbook can go do whatever cookbook does. Are you a good cook? My wife asked me That's to ask you that. You know what? I when I got that name, I couldn't cook Jack. You but now I mean? you're but like now, pro. Yeah, because nobody was cooking at my house, and I was like, dude, we can't be spending. How do you think you'll do it chopped? I will lose. <laughs> they will hate everything. I don't cook great. Okay. I just do it out of necessity. Like I just do it. So you do like dude food, like grilled cheese and nah, quesadillas. Man, I, mean, I cook and... like nice, like chicken dinners with brown oh, rice, Carl, and veggies, Carl, yeah. and like a little spaghetti or paninis or whatever. You know, little things. Here so you there. wouldn't survive in Hell's Kitchen? Hell no! Are you kidding me? They would <laughs> kick me out the first minute. That's what's up. I like that. Cookbook can't cook. The irony in that. I can cook, bro. On oh. the mic, on the production. Easy. That's what's good. That's where the name <laughs> comes from, homie. I yeah. embraced it. Yeah. yeah, I'm with it. I like it. Uh, like a, <laughs> like a, a, a bus driver. It was like, oh, I could take you to school, son. That's why. Like, all right, all right. All right, right we'll 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 take, we'll take it. Like yeah. What up, Lou? Put the work on my shoulder like it's drug traffic Trying to push conscious raps with thug tactics And bug antics Makes my son and daughter's mom frantic While daddy's spitting raps at clubs cause it's fantastic Trying to make the most of run while the young's lasting Feeling numb to the unsuccessful push past it Putting bandage on the pain but it won't mask it Like the ladies when they age, girl we know it's plastic I was told at a young age that I'm so gifted It's gold in the Cali waters so go sift it With no instruction my production sounded so mystic Couple of LA misfits, we just did it me and Uno, the last of a dying breed Trying to enter in the game while denying greed Never really thought about who be supplying me Two little kids on the street trying to find a seed huh. This is Cali Young G The weather's good in the valley Young G huh. This is where we rally Young G Making moves, we never dilly dally Young G Yo, this is my place of birth, man. I done did so many LA songs, man. I said I'd never do another one. Yo, it's West Coast for life. Yo, I think they need another one. Yo, come on. I do Cali with the style of Sinatra. One smile and I got your order pasta like a boss or a mobster. Peace like a roster. Eat beats like a beast or a monster. Eat? I got lobster hands. Putting rubber bands round lots of grams. My reach spans all across the lands Beach chair while my feet touch Lacoste sands Street speech got stocks and grams No beat, let my thoughts expand While my girl does Pilates and yoga Yeah, young hottie down with dog in the cobra The place of Peter and vegans Same place where guns blast for any reason Sunshine, great weather every season My place of birth won't ever see me leaving Come on This is Cali Young G the weather's good in the valley, young G. It's where we rally, young G. Making moves, we never dilly dally, young G. Hell yeah, feel that. Got that debris fall across your face, girl. Okay, a little homie. I like your style, you did. I appreciate that, thank you. You stand up for yours and I can respect it. You know what I mean? 
Yami. Yeah, listen. Listen, let me holler at you for a second. I just want to let you know. I just want to throw a monster shot out back at you, my man. Monster shout out back at me, man. I don't understand what that is, but it sounds good, though. It's all good, baby. All right, brother. Peace to you. I love you, dog. Last and final segment, some I like to call 12 rounds. Simple. Who about boxing? Okay. I'm going to ask you 12 questions. And then I get up and punch you in the face. If yeah, I'll let you punch me oh. if you win. No. <laughs> if I'm going to ask you 12 questions, each more difficult than the last. All right. If you answer all. We haven't been doing that already? <laughs> well, have they been tough? <laughs> if you answer all 12 questions, honestly, you're the champion. You walk Ooh. away with the belt. All right. Just can't double check belt. If it gets too hard, then I'll probably just lose. If you cannot <laughs> answer the question or you will not, yes. you will be knocked out. I'm the champion and I get that hat. Oh, man, not my C hat. Are you C willing to play cookbook. 12 rounds? Screw cookbook. it. Let's go. Round number one. What is your favorite part about your craft? Creating. Round number two. What is your least favorite part about your craft? Um not being as uh, successful as I'd like to be. That's your least favorite part? I think so. Because I love every, I love doing it. I love everything about it. Yeah. I just would love a little more mm. uh, back from it. But I don't, not to get like bitter rapper no, style. No, 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 but, no, but I'm with that's it. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah. I'm with it. Round number three, if you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, definitely 2 Chains and Tyler, the creator. Oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dilla man. all the way. That just Dilla. sounds like the worst song ever. Who's on the track? Two chains. Watch me make featuring Tyler Creator. Oh I'm my gonna go God. do it and make it. Who dope. produced it? Fucking mustard. Oh, I'm gonna fucking shoot myself. Featuring Cookbook, and you'll be like, dang, that's actually kind of. I'll be dope. like, oh, it's actually kind of dope. He man. saved it. He saved it. No. Dilla, Dilla. I almost got to do. We almost got. La Symphony almost got a beat from him, wow. and it was like not even long before he died. And yeah. We kind of blew it. Like we could have pushed our label to pay for the beat. It yeah. wasn't. Like in the, it was a lot of money, but in mm. the grand scheme, it wasn't really a ton of money. Yeah. But, but they were like, no, we don't want to pay. And we didn't push. Yeah. And, um, and then the opportunity left us and then he died. And we're like, dude, imagine if we would have just pushed. Well, did that beat epic. disappear? Is, is no, it- we didn't even get to the point where we listened to beats. He gave us the prices and, and our label that we were on oh, at but the you time picked one up, yeah. were like kind of scared of it. Like we, we got a Madlib beat and that's when we got the evidence beat Yeah, and they were like, we got Dilla beats, but you know, he had like a, a major label price and an underground artist price. Yeah. He, he always showed love, but oh, his dope. underground artist price was a little more than the, the label was like wanting to pay. Yeah. But if we would have pushed, I'm pretty sure we could have got it. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. It's not like we made, you know, you don't usually make money off record sales anyway. So just get him to pay for it. And yeah. we, we just didn't push hard enough. Yeah. And, and it was like, since the beginning, if you hear, uh, the song, the album we recorded in in, in two thousand, we we're talking about getting JD beats mm. back then. Like you'll hear Pigeon says a verse about it back then. So here we are, like end of two thousand five, about about to get a a, a Dilla beat, and we it goes by, and then he dies in February two thousand six. So. Well, Dilla, yeah, Dilla, I like that. Round number four. <clears throat> what are you most proud of for round number four? I, I'm I'm proud of of who I've become in all of this. And it's been such a journey, but I'm really proud, you know, of who I am, man. I, I enjoy what I do and I, I see that people enjoy it. And that makes me really happy because all I want to do is like you said, like we said earlier is contribute. And even if it's just bringing joy or happiness to those people in that moment, you know, maybe they had a hard day or whatever and they come to my show and they have a great time that, that makes me really proud. 
Round number six. No, five. Round number five. Say what? You're throwing me off. <laughs> One, two, what you, three, four, number five, six. what are you least proud of for round number five? That's yeah, getting tougher. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not proud of all the decisions we made as LA Symphony. Um, like I said earlier, like it's only a mistake if you don't learn from it. But there's some things that I'm not like too excited to share with people. Like I'm not like super proud to like advertise yeah. like some of the airs of my ways. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, in a lot of ways, uh, I mean, I was like the leader of LA symphony mm-hmm. and, and so a lot of the, you know, stuff would fall on me and I, I didn't always steer the ship the right way. So, you know, like, you know, you can't live in regret, but there have been times in my life where I'll feel like a little bit of like the weight on my shoulders are like, man, I have, I was the one steering and man, it just, it just didn't we capsized yeah. <laughs> or whatever, you know? So yeah. I would say that. Okay. Round number seven, six, six, man, I'm helping help myself. <laughs> She's like, no, no. <laughs> round number six. What is your biggest fear for round number six? Um, I think my biggest fear these days is not, is not being able to, provide the kind of life I want to provide for my family, yeah. which it's a lot of it is wrapped up in my goals and like what I deal with on a daily basis. Cause you have to, no matter how positive or whatever, you always have to fight to keep yourself on track. And I think sometimes I go through like just that, I guess, fear of failure. Yeah. You could say sum it up in that. Like, yeah, I just don't want to fail because I got people counting on me. And, and plus I, my personal, what I've always wanted to do and, and achieve, I want to do that. I don't want to end my life and be like, damn, but I'm kind of scared to think that what yeah. if I end in my life and it's like, damn, mm. you know, like, yeah, the kids will still love you, but dang, man, you, you know, yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. Round number 19. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> round number seven. <clears throat> Who would you take a bullet for, for round number seven? My family, for sure. Anyone in your family. Down. And yeah, any, of course. That's what's up. Kid, everybody, of course. You, you'd say it like that. You think, of course, dude, there's people like my brother, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they're real specific. I'm not specific. And like, Every and one that. of my family members, I, love that. I would definitely I like that. take a bullet for it. Isn't that what you're supposed to do, man? Like you would think, right? Like your family, yeah. my man, Uno Mas, I would take a bullet for that dude for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, he's been my own boy since we were literally. Round children. number eight. Who would you let that bullet hit? Ooh, nobody. I don't go I, out I, like I'm that. I'm not nah. saying you shoot someone. So nah, yeah, but I don't go out like that, So man. you. You throw it in the towel. You're, no, no. I'm saying so, I would uh, not do that. That's my answer. No, that's that's what I'm saying. That. So I'm saying you don't shoot someone. Right. So I'm saying there's a bullet flying through the sky. All right. How about this? You Two chains or Tyler the Creator? <laughs> so you, how about Flo Rider? <laughs> you, oh, you let that bullet hit Flo Rider. I might just go like, whoop. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so that, that's who you would kind of just whoop, just whoops. All so, right, we'll call it Flo. Sorry, Flo Rider, man. You got to yeah. take the dive. He's a huge fan of yours. He's going to be very disappointed. Dang it. Ah. He told me before the show, he texted me. He like, was going to yeah. hook me up too. He said, I got, he said, I got a feeling. The next level of his career is coming. Yeah. I was waiting for it. Thank you. Did I got you, a feeling. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that cookbook sounded like me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> round number nine. Yes? Eight? No, eight was not, round number nine. It should be nine, yeah. Who yeah. would you never work with for round number nine? Oh. Like ever work with. Like ever. That, that goes back to like who do I hate or like I my bottom that. five. No, man. no. But who would you never I'll work with? I'll never work with LA Symphony again. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, um, 
in some ways, I, I don't know that we would ever do a record again. I think we love each other as brothers, but I think like this last record doing it, I think we all kind of said, this is it. That's it. Like not even like the time before it was like, let's just wait till we feel it again. Like this time. And we're not talking like, about like individuals. We're talking about as a group yeah, together. Yeah. You don't think you, nah, it might uh-uh. not be right or it, it, that it, time has passed. Uh, yeah. I think the time has passed and I just don't think I would do it. And it's no disrespect. Like yeah. we all kind of feel this way, but for me personally, um, you know, at first I didn't even want to do the record at first, mm. but then I got on board and I had a blast. Yeah. But then now coming on the other side of it, I think, I think that time's passed it, yeah. and I, I wouldn't do it again. Wow. Look it's at crazy, that. Right? You want Brooks. me to be honest? No, absolutely. But the homies know it's not like a yeah. secret. Like yeah. I think we all feel the same way. We're all kind of like, yeah, dude, that was fun. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm out. All all right. Right. I'm going home. <laughs> Round number 10. <clears throat> do you believe in God? I do. What does I that do. mean for cookbook? How long do we have? No, okay. So is it is it is it a is it a like a like a actual like so here's, intelligent being that's that's there? Or I, is I it... think that okay. So I was born Christian. I was raised Christian. I went to Christian school. I never went to public school. I went to private school my whole life. Christian, Christian. not Catholic. No, not Catholic. Christian. Christian. Okay. So for a long time, I was very very Christian, very like into it. And the, the more I grew, the more I, I just kept thinking about life and reading and learning and meeting other people, the more I just couldn't fully subscribe to everything that I once believed in. Mm-hmm. So now, um, and this, you know, it, to be honest, because I was so Christian, I have a lot of fans or LA Symphony, a lot of the dudes, we started out the same way. So a lot of our fans are the same way too. <clears throat> so I think I probably disappoint a lot of my fans because you know, I, I've grown and I've evolved and I don't feel, you know, people say, oh, you left the faith. I said, no, I don't think I left the faith. I think I'm exercising more faith than ever because I, I'm not afraid to say, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what do we really know? Nobody knows for sure. But you said anything. yes. I said, no, yeah, I believe, but that's the most anyone can do is believe. Mm-hmm. No matter what side of the coin, if you say, I believe there's no God, so that's if, the but, most but, you can really say. But bring, break it down to to the bone. Yes, you believe. I do. I believe, I, I, I cannot believe that all of this, my fingers and all of you guys and all of this crazy detailed, intricate thing, it's really hard. Let me just put it this way. It's really hard for me to believe that there's not something or someone out there that has done something for us. It, it, it's it's something. almost like if Maybe you Maybe it's ancient aliens. It, I don't know. It's if you look at stuff, <laughs> it really is, it's, it's really like unbelievable that people don't want to give credit to something because like if i'm just looking at this board right like and you told me oh this right here by accident bro this a wind came in and just built this perfectly working board i'd be like really because wow dude that's amazing (laughs) can you do it again no it can never happen again but this one time it it, trust me it did like bro you fucking you're bullshitting me right you know what i'm saying whatever same thing whatever side of the coin you fall on it's life is amazing. Yeah. Like if you believe that this happened by accident, that is fucking amazing. If it like, did, holy, holy shit. shit. <laughs> and if you, and if, if you believe that a Supreme being yeah. freaking created, that's this, amazing. That's fucking yeah, amazing. That's like fucking dope. life is amazing either way you look at it. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't get into beefs or, or like try to debate too many people on this. I have very, very strong opinions and we can get well into it because I come from, very far on the other side of the coin right. where I was very, you know, religious quote unquote and all of that. But, um, but the bottom line is whatever you believe life is amazing. I'm with it that. really is. I respect that. And I like that. <laughs> the artistry, the art has, allow that. 
with God? I think the starting point, I would say the starting point of it was because I, you know, just like I want to help people now, I wanted to help people then, but it was Mm -hmm. just coming from a different place where I was, I came from a Christian school. I'm like, what can I do? I can rap. I like music. All right, I'll do that then. Mm -hmm. And so from the beginning, it was like, that was a strong influence is a good question and, and a, you know, a strong directive for me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I always want, I never wanted to do like Christian rap or gospel rap. That was right. never what I wanted to do ever. Yeah. But you know, I, if you're a gangster, you're not going to rap like De La Soul. You're going to rap like a gangster. Mm-hmm. You know, so whatever you are, you're going to rap like. Yeah. And so wherever you're at, if you're being honest and you're doing true art, then you, who you are is going to be there. It's going to show up. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, so I think, all the stages of where I've been is where I've been. Yeah. You'll hear it in the records. Like if you go now and analyze from first LA Symphony record till now, you'll, you'll hear it. You'll say, Oh yeah, I hear what he's talking about. Like he was very much about it here. And then it, he's having some questions here. And I've tried to always be honest about it. Just like this, is how I feel. Yeah. You, know? you progress and it's there, but I can talk to you guys about this and everybody's kosher. You go to like certain circles, especially religious people. And they freak out. Like if I say this kind of stuff, yeah, they, they want to, throw rocks at me because I mean? they, they they don't want you to kind of throw them throw them off by inviting new ideas and stuff yeah. and it's really the, the worst thing you could do is to say oh you have a new idea i don't want to hear it because mine is right it's like nah dude yeah you, like i don't even talk to my to mom about this yeah especially because, parents yeah she's very set in her ways and it's almost like why break her heart at exactly this point? she's in her 70s yeah. you know what i mean like just let her live man yeah, you know what i mean we'll just coast it on till round the end. 11 See, I'm doing good. I'm Down about to two. win the belt. Well, Maybe. We'll see. Well, here we go. He's going to start asking me, how many have you? What is your social security? <laughs> no. Uh, well, uh, round 11. <clears throat> what is your biggest insecurity? Oh, man. For round 11. What are you most insecure about? Um, Believe it or not, mm-hmm. like, I think uh, it's weird because, like, you know, we all, like, there's certain levels where everybody, like, it's confident yeah. and you, you see confidence and I tend to put forth my confidence self. Just like anybody else, I have certain like aspects of my like physical appearance that I tend to feel a little insecure about. Mm-hmm. So I think certain aspects of myself. So it ends up like, yeah, like ugly toes or something. Yeah. Or, you know, just whatever little imperfections or like, you know, losing a little hair or whatever, Cankles. those kind of things like that, that kind of affect you. But then, you know, I'm not an insecure person. It's mm-hmm. really hard. Yeah. Like, there's certain things about me, like one, I'm just not insecure. So I might feel it for a while, but yeah. it goes away. And I'm not an angry person. So it comes and goes, insecurities. Yeah. But there's not different. one thing that you're most insecure about. It's a hard question. Or that's, that, that repeats I mean, itself more often than other stuff. I'd say that certain things about, yeah, physical appearance. Physical appearance. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Or, or maybe I'm, growing, we, growing. We all have our I own, think, but. I think a good way is like. like You're not like gro- incredibly gro- short. And nah, you're not like. I think maybe maybe a good way is like growing older. Like I'm not uh, so excited to be like late 30s and like. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like your yeah, life's yeah. going on and you're like, damn, dude. I like, And I'm still doing this rap shit and there's still a place for me. Yeah. But there's moments where you're like, oh. Yeah, just don't be Madonna, bro. Oh, bro! Like, don't even worry like, about that. I, I look at Madonna. I'm like, you're fucking fifty. You're like fifty. You're probably six, closer to sixty, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing, kissing fucking Britney Spears? She's like twelve. Like, what is wrong with you, <laughs> lady? You're fucking. You're, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh my god, that, that's thirsty. That's just <laughs> thirsty. So, cookbook is not Madonna, people. No way. All right, cook Donna. Maybe Capadonna. Ooh, I like that. that <laughs> Last and final round. Ding, 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 ding. 
Oh, please. <clears throat> we laughed and we cried. We shared yes. a moment. I like to think that, you know, ours met. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. We shared some special cook. <laughs> um, thank you for coming through. I really appreciate it. I had a blast. Like I said, you are a cascade of just fucking waterfall of knowledge. Wow. And I, cascade. I, please come. Right. Yeah, anytime. Well, man. you know, fountains kind of, eh, I don't think cascade. I like that. <laughs> but, but you're a shower of, a bukkake of knowledge. A bukkake? Oh. Just came. I just literally came? came to me a bukkake of knowledge from cookbook. A bukkake of knowledge. Bro. I was like, oh, too much knowledge. Too much knowledge. Knowledge in your it's eye, really, your ear. It oh happened. God, your knowledge no. is so gooey. <laughs> it's so warm. You know, you know. Uh, wow, that's, that's, that's nasty, that, bro. That's terrible. Yeah, she's looking at me like, ugh, what there is happening? Ladies in the room, bro. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I'm, call, I'm throwing a flag yeah. on that. Oh, you're calling her. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming through. It means a lot to us. Uh, Nico is, is if he had panties on, to be on stage right now. <laughs> uh, so uh, we had a blast. Uh, please come back whenever you like. If you see someone that you want to meet, I'm sure you've already met everyone. Wait, but, dude, did I win the belt? No, we're, we're back at Oh, I was like, what happened to the 12 <laughs> question, man? If, if, if you, you want to say, what's up, maybe you haven't met them or you, you want to catch up with them, you know, and then you see them here, more than welcome. We, okay. We got some good AC alone's coming through and Tight. a couple Shout of people you might AC know. Alone. You know what what's up? Yeah. I I man from the Mexicans is, is Oh, that's tight. Yeah, so he's he, he's booked on the show and we're working on Baboo. So working to DJ Baboo would be dope, right? Dope, yeah. Last and final round, round twelve cookbook. Yes. Why? Why what? Why? Why? Because we all have a purpose. And we're, our job is to find out our own why, because our own why is our purpose. It's what we're supposed to be doing. So each why is our purpose. And so that's why. Have you found your why? Yeah. my Everyone should find their why. And this is what I say. If your why doesn't make you cry, you need to find a new why. Mm. You have to be passionate about why you're doing anything in your life, whatever it is. If you make shoes you got to be so passionate about the reason why you do it. You either have to, it either has to make you feel like such passionate feelings of love and excitement or something that you absolutely hate about the world that you want to change. That has to be the kind of wise, because if the, if you don't feel that kind of thing, you're going to quit, whatever it is, you'll quit. Yeah. So if your why doesn't make you cry, you need to find a new why. So like if you, like for me, my why is my family really at this point. Like nothing supersedes that, nothing. So like even this rap shit, fuck this rap shit. You know, like if it, if it comes to losing my kids, mm -hmm. fuck this rap shit because they're the reason why I'm doing it in the first place. Mm -hmm. So why the hell would I jeopardize that? So, you know, so I can get really emotional, really passionate. And really my why is my kids. Like I, I want to be successful not only because um, I want the success, but I want them to see how it's done. So that they can save a lot of years. They don't have to make the mistake. They can, because look at, let me break it down to you like this. You know, a lot of us come from middle class. Or I come from lower middle class. and But people fight to get in the middle class because it's comfortable. So if you people are in lower class or like, you know, run down hoods or barrios or whatever you want to call it. Um, the people who rise up out of there is because they hate their situation so much that they'll do anything to get out of that situation. And so whatever it is, whether it's legal or illegal, like people who blow up and rap that just come from nothing because they hate it. Mm -hmm. That's their why. They're like, I'll do whatever it takes to get my mom out of this place where bullets are flying or whatever. 
Uh, and then middle-class people, they, they live comfortably. It's easier. They kind of quote unquote made it to a certain level and they go like this, God, we made it. So they get complacent. Rich people or people that are, you know, upper class or whatever you want to call them, wealthy people, they, um, when their kids uh, get ready to go to college or are growing up, all they know is wealth and how to make wealth. That's all they know. They don't know. So like you're, you're a, a guy that's a millionaire. His kid is not going to go work at freaking Ross for whatever. They don't even think about working. They just go start businesses or start doing things that are going to make them millions. Cause that's the only way they think that's how their mind works. Like I always, you know, back like Oh seven, when like people used to make fun of Paris Hilton all the time, Oh, she's a hot mess and this and that and the other. I remember hearing a news report and they were like, yo, Paris Hilton, like whatever you think of her, whatever in that particular year, she made $9 million of her own money doing whatever she does and people mocking her doing this. She made $9 million. Have you made $9 million? Not yet. But she's a Hilton. She doesn't even think in terms of anything but millions. So I want my kids to be able to see me do something and, and to create a lifestyle where they don't think in terms of like, man, I hope I can get a good job or whatever. They automatically think in terms of like, this is how you do it on that higher, much higher level. That's because that's what dad does. Cause they're just going to model me. They're going to do whatever I do. So if they see me chase my dreams and get them and create an incredible life, then they're just going to follow suit. And that's like probably my biggest why of why yeah. I'm still trying really hard and doing so many different things to create um, your family lifestyle. Yeah. Your yeah. It's a beautiful thing. You are the champion. You got ding, the ding, belt. Ding, 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 Let's ding, hear it for cookbook. Woo! One time people. Come on. <laughs> but, Everyone here would kill me, including Nico. Would be super mad at me. I need sixteen. Sixteen, acapella. Yes, at a minimum. Of okay. Because because Rocky gave us like I'm ready, fucking bro. Two, I'm ready. Three albums worth. Are you ready? I was with it. Let's do it. Yo, ready? I was born ready. It's for you, bro. Yo, from Puerto Rico, face and vocals gringo, a loco thing, headbutt MCs like Ocho Cinco. The most you see is me take swing at talking heads though. That spot you got will start to rot. You got that walking dead flow. I'm Rick Grimes, split the sick rhymes, post-apocalyptic dick who gets minds. Slit spines, chop off heads with my machete raps. I am machete, heavy with these deadly raps. The Danny Trejo rip apart you a-holes, no longer in the back, steering a black Winnebago. Your peanut-headed friends scream and it's a trap even under production my production makes sure it's a wrap like the end of a photo shoot i hope you know the truth don't think that jason soto's cute i unload and shoot a pro inside this vocal booth saying spoke the truth and end up with a broken tooth bitch <laughs> it's here for cookbook yeah. people. <laughs> yo yeah can i get some water now no <laughs> It was a pleasure having you come through. Thanks, bro. Honestly, man. Please come back whenever you like. We're yeah, here. Yeah, man. It was anything, fun. anything we could do for you, for uh, you yeah. know, please let us know this bit. I will. Let's do it. Let's do Thank a show you. here, bro. Let, oh, you heard it here. Cookbook. Yeah, do the show. Tight, dude. I'll do a show here. <laughs> Woo! Tight. I like that. So for Cookbook, LA Symphony. Rock is still in the house. What's up? Yeah. Thank you for sticking it through, bro. I appreciate yeah, thanks it. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, bro. for for paying All new, the homies. Paying looks about to fall asleep. You hey, I meant you it too, by the way. I was saying on Instagram, like, yeah. whoever shows up, I'm giving them a free CD. So oh, I brought a box of CDs. Yeah. 
You know, if you want one, cool. Yeah. Thank you, dude. For Johnny B, for Nico, for everyone that showed up. What's up, man? What's going on? For Arson and Day, for Fool and Rhythm, for Dips, for Sulu Nation, for, man, who else we got to thank? Zulu. Give me some people. Two Chains. I Rocky. For Two Chains, for Lou Vega, for uh, Tyler the Creator, Cookbook's yeah. favorite rapper, for, <laughs> for, for, for Sulu Nation, for real hip hop everywhere. This is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us. Wait. You with me, Nico? Yes, sir. Wait Here you go. Uh. Yeah. <laughs>